So I'm holding here the champagne of beers. <laughs> Only the best. Has <laughs> this changed into too much uh, beer? Yeah, that's okay. Look, it's the best cheap beer. I drank all the coffee during the interview, so we switched to uh, uh, the, the champagne of beers. All right, hit the music. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Too Much Coffee, episode 14. Oh, yeah. Listen, if you haven't listened to episodes 1 through 13, what are you doing with your life? You come in in episode 14? Well, now I've just given you a reason to go back and check out the back catalog. Why, Look. that's like coming into an anime in the middle of the series. Uh, yes, that's a little, uh, that's a little, uh, what do you call that? Foreshort, uh, foreshort. Foreshadowing. I'm an artist, so I think the artist word has come to mind. Foreshadowing. Uh, our ep- our guest today is uh, the inimitable Matt St. Jack from Anime Talks. Now, this is not an anime channel, but, you know, I've watched a little anime in my time. I do like anime. Grew up, Dragon Ball Z and all that kind of stuff, Rurouni Kenshin, Naruto, all that stuff that uh, a person my age might know. Uh, so we had a very good conversation with Matt. It was a lot of fun. I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. Uh, we'll have that coming up in just a minute. But you know what? I always like to go through a few news stories, so... Uh, let's let's see what I got today to talk about. I found this website. Uh, somebody asked me if I knew my IQ. <laughs> Do you know your IQ? Have you ever taken an IQ test? No. Yeah, me neither. And I, I said, I don't know my IQ. I've never taken an IQ test, and I don't want to know what my IQ is. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean anything anyway. Because it's not a part of my life, and I don't want some sort of IQ-related neurosis yeah. because I know my number. Um. But anyways, <laughs> I ended up finding this this website. Uh, it says Stephen Hawking's IQ and how yours compares to his <laughs> and other famous person's IQ. I mean, they got people like Abraham Lincoln in here. How do you know Abraham Lincoln's IQ? You don't. You just they have, guess. They have IQ tests back in the 1860s? Did Abraham Lincoln take an IQ test when he was in school? Um, Actually, no. I think they came about nineteenth century. <laughs> Actually, here's the history of IQ. Technically, test. it started with the French teacher. If you had to guess Abraham Lincoln's fake IQ, what would you say? Uh, one fifty. You're being very generous. They gave him a one twenty eight. Oh, okay. How about uh, how about how Adolf Hitler's Fiara? What do you think his IQ would be? <laughs> uh, one twenty, I guess. Uh, Herr Hitler blows Abraham Lincoln out of the water. One forty one. 141 is like genius level IQ. Well, well, look, it is a website about IQs. So. I mean, how smart was he? he sent all those troops uh, to, uh, to Russia in the winter. How smart was that? Al Gore, 134. Albert Einstein, 160. Of course they're going to give Albert Einstein a high yeah. IQ. What are you going to say? He's 120? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, an IQ test is just a test. Your score is just how good you did on that test. Uh, what do you think Andy Warhol gets? High or low? Uh, 400. Kidding. Jeez. I bet like 130. I bet he got high. How about 86? 86. <laughs> They're go. giving him now an 86. Talking. Now, he was he was around late enough that he might actually have taken an IQ test at some point. Or maybe they're just making that up. I assume this is all just made up. Well, yeah. Who else is on the list? Galileo, 185? <laughs> 185? Was he speaking three languages by the time he was uh, five years old? That's 185 I mean, level IQ. I guess he was pretty smart. 
Okay, there's a 205, somebody that nobody's ever heard of. Anyway, this is crazy. I mean, it's just a, I'm still, I'm just scrolling right now. Name after name after name. It says Shakira has an IQ of 140. It says Sharon Stone has an IQ of 154. Interesting. Wow. I mean, I guess it's possible that some of these people did take some kind of test. But. Sharon Stone may be brilliant. I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I only know as an actress. That was gonna. T- I don't want to talk about the crypto thing. It's just. <laughs> I don't even want. I don't want to say it. The big button NFTs. Yeah, you say it. What is that called? What is? It? You see it? The only crypto thing on the page. <laughs> crypto dig buttons. Yeah, there you go. Hear the train yeah, go the get one now. There are only 5.2 uh, thousand of these NFTs available to buy. Oh, God. Get out of here. Hey, if you PayPal me $100, I'll give you a bargain. I'll just send you the JPEG, buddy. So there's going to... Did you ever think you'd hear John Wick and Mel Gibson in the same sentence for any... I mean, why would you? I did not. But it, I guess there's going to be a John Wick spinoff series because, you know, milking... <laughs> what? How... Three movies? Is it three movies? I think there's been three movies so far, yeah. One was enough, two was pushing it, three was too much. I know I've seen one of them. Did you see? Probably the first one, right? I, maybe. Now that, I've, now that I've said that, it's like I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything <laughs> about it. Well, jo- the, first no, John, the first John Wick movie is great. It's just a tight, simple Action movie. I mean, the you know, if the killing bothers you, th- this is not the movie to watch because he shoots uh, over 100 people easily. Yeah. Easily. But it's just, it's tight. It's sort of perfectly executed. Uh, uh, Keanu did a lot of training with a gun, so he looks very believable on screen. It's just a great movie. The second one is good. It is not as good, but it's good. The third one... Is not good. It's probably not terrible. Like you know, it's not an awful movie. You can def- it's watchable, but it's it's got none of the magic that the first two had. But anyway, this sh- this series is going to be <laughs> the John Wick cinematic universe. Oh my god! Not everything can be Marvel. <laughs> Look, they gotta milk it, man. That's a we've got the MCU and the DCU. That's it. Okay, quit with the cinematic universes. The upcoming John Wick spinoff series will not include Keanu Reeves, but will feature Colin Woodell. I don't know who that is, and Mel Gibson at the heart of a story about the Continental. Mm. Takes place in the 1970s, a short venture, blah, 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 three, blah, 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 whatever. There you go, TV show. Boom. I mean, the Continental was kind of cool. I just... When you said Mel Gibson, I just imagined him being like old John Wick. (laughs) And looking nothing like (laughs) Keanu. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. He has to come. I got to come back out of retirement one more time. Also, I got a lot, got a lot of plastic surgery like 30 years ago. They killed my goldfish. Ugh. And now they're going to pay. Did you see him, uh, Mel Gibson, swinging that sledgehammer, breaking the, I got to break this floor open one more time, get my guns and my gold. And he has to take four or five breaks. He's like, whew. I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm no spring chicken. Whoo, God. Oh. Oh, I need some lemonade. Help me. So anyway, there you go. What's what? Who cares about John? <laughs> Stay John Wick. I told you I tried to listen to some Robert Pattinson music. Yeah, the Batman's coming out. I had no the Batman. So the Batman music's coming out. Uh, music uh, movie's coming out next month, and 
when I first heard about it, I had zero interest and maintained zero interest for a long time until that first trailer came out and I watched it and I was like, oh, it looks pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. I, I know it's Batman. It's like, what could be more boring than another Batman movie in principle? But I don't know. I looked at it and I thought the first trailer was interesting enough and I saw a couple other trailers after that and read a little bit of the news and you're like, oh, this trailer is good too. This trailer, it looks really good. And you see... uh What's his face? Robert Pattinson is beating people down, and he's looking. He's looking. I'm believing him on this. Just in the trailer, I'm believing him as like a, as like a messed up Batman. I, I can see Robert Pattinson. I haven't watched anything about the Robert Pattinson Batman, Batman, but I can yeah. see it in my head. I can I can see him killing it. Honestly, as much as I loved uh, Michael Keaton as Batman, he was he always seemed a little too um, well adjusted. Yeah. Batman, I don't think should be well adjusted. I think Batman should should. Well, yeah. I mean, you, I got, mean, you could say you got to screw loose if you're going to do something like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. But if you um, be Batman, you'd be a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's something. There's something. For lack of a better term, there's something wrong with you if you decide to become Batman because 99.99 percent of humanity would never even dream of doing something yeah. like that. Nor would they have the. The, the willpower to pursue it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Batman is a, you know, a unique human being. So when you see Jack, you know, Michael Keaton just exudes like, I don't know. He was pretty good as the vulture, though, in that Spider-Man movie. Did you yeah, see that? I have not seen it. Very believable, you know, bad, psychotic bad guy. On, <laughs> on there. But anyway, Robert Pattinson is strolling around like, I don't know, like a Batman I'd be interested to see. Yeah. Like, I want to see his version of Batman. I, I can see it in my head. Yeah, I'm sure I'll watch it eventually at some point. And then I start reading about the cast, and it's like, ooh, the cast sounds really good. And then you see Colin Farrell is uh, the Penguin? What? Interesting. Okay. All right, then you're thinking well, back. Yeah, I'm thinking back to all the Penguins of the past. Okay, Burgess Meredith. Uh, if you don't know the name, think back to Rocky. You're a bum, Rock, a bum! That's Burgess Meredith. He was the Penguin in the old Adam West series in uh, the 60s. Okay. Yeah. Fat with the big, the big cigarette. Yep. She's only going to have a cigarette in his mouth, chomping on a cigarette with the top hat and the and the, and the uh, umbrellas. I almost said balloons, the umbrellas. <laughs> and then you've got uh, what's his face, uh, Danny DeVito. Again, same same template. Batman the animated series. We watched that growing up. Same template. Penguin, penguin. And then you're like Colin Farrell. It's like, well, are they changing the look of, of the penguin? It's like, well, no, not really. They just did so much work on the guy that you can't even, he doesn't even look like the same person. They did all this makeup work on him. I'm looking at this website like, oh, my God, you can't even tell who this is. It's an interesting choice, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's a, uh, let me think about it, if this is true. I was going to, I almost reflexively said he's a great actor. Uh, he's a very good actor. Colin Farrell's good. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so I'm really interested to see. So anyway, it's just all this stuff added together, and I'm like, eh, all right, I'll watch one more Batman movie. <laughs> I'll watch one more. But then I learned, so I read this story, and it said that Robert Pattinson, the way he would um, sort of unwind on set, you know, you're on set all day, and you got to wait around and stuff. You need something to do. And so he would go <laughs> with the cowl on. He'd go into his trailer, and he'd work <laughs> on his music. Like, apparently music is extremely important to him. After he was on, he said after he was on Harry Potter, he used all that money to just, like, chill and make music. Interesting. 
He has a song, at least one song, on the Twilight soundtrack. And so I'm like, I, well, I I'm going to go. Know that. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm, like, I'm going to go listen to some Robert Patton, Pattinson music. And I found some YouTube uh, video where supposedly they say, this is a collection of Robert Pattinson's music. And it started, and I listened to two minutes of it. And I was like, hmm. oh, gosh. Interesting. I, I guess the guitar playing is pretty good. Yeah. But I just can't listen. To, it is so, I don't want to call it boring because it's not a nice thing. I don't care about being nice to him, but it's it's not for me. I'll just say that. Yeah, I was bored to tears, <laughs> and I should have listened to much more than just uh, you know one song. But I I got the distinct impression based on that one song that Robert Pattinson's music is not my cup of tea. I'm very, have to give it a listen. Interesting. Yeah. Very slow. Very mumbly. Very yeah. coffee house. Very <laughs> emotional. It's Twilight in a song. That's exactly what. And maybe he made it. Maybe that song was made specifically for Twilight, and that's why he did that. So I'm, maybe I'm not even being fair to Mr. Robert Pattinson. He may have like some EDM classics. That yeah. He, like I really like to create gangster rap and uh, 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 electronic dance music. But you know, I did this acoustic crap for Twilight because they asked me to. I mean, it could be when you say Robert Pattinson music, it makes me think of that picture of him. Uh, I guess his friends with like the guys in Death Grips. And then went to see Beyonce at a show, and he went backstage and got a picture. So you have a picture with like the Death Grips guys and Robert Pattinson and Beyonce. It's this really weird, surreal picture. Who's Death Grips? Uh, rap group. Oh, very like uh, aggressive kind of uh, experimental rap group. Okay, um, not the sort of band you think you'd sort of associate with Beyonce or Robert Pattinson. Don't let really. me forget. I've got to put. I've got to find something by them and put them in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put that. I'll put a link to a Death Grips song. Kevin, Kevin will yeah, give send me you one. Hang yeah, on. Kevin will send me one, and I'll put a link to the show, and we'll we'll all listen to Death Grips together because it's new to me too. Picture. I'll just show it to you real quick. All right, I'm looking at this picture. Oh my God, look at his face, <laughs> leaning in with the biggest grin on his face. Beyonce looking young. That one guy looking like a straight up killer. The guy on the the edge is like, I don't even want to be in this yes, picture. The, He's the, trying to edge out a frame. Yeah. Yep. The, the other guy looks high as a kite or drunk or something. That's a great picture. <laughs> we need to put that picture up. Oh, yeah, don't we'll let do me it. forget. Let's put that picture out on Twitter too. Yeah, I'll send it to we'll you. We'll post that. That's good. Uh, <laughs> did you, by the way, did you watch any of the Super Bowl and Super Bowl halftime show? I did not, but I heard a lot about it. What did you hear? Uh, I guess it was good. It had Dr. Dre and Eminem. But I didn't actually watch it or anything. As always, I'm out of the loop. Um, well, you know, I don't. I didn't even know the, uh, the, about the Super Bowl until the day before, or maybe the morning of. Yeah. Like, oh, the Super Bowl's tonight at 6.30. And uh, maybe I'm old enough to where the Super Bowl still has magic to it. It's like, oh, well, I don't watch football, but I'll watch the Super Bowl. But I think it's still, I think I still read that uh, like 100 million people watched it. So a lot of people still watch the Super Bowl. Um, um, even though all the political, you know, NFL, whatever crap. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. It's, I thought it was, I think it's cool to watch yeah. the Super Bowl. So whatever. I watched uh, the first half of the game, and then I watched uh, the halftime show. And the halftime show was good. Yeah. I found out they don't even <laughs> pay the performers. Oh, that's interesting. I the, didn't NFL, know that. the NFL pays for the, the, the show, yeah. the stage, the setup, and all that stuff, but they don't pay the performers. Hmm. <laughs> they do that classic that thing that people do to musicians to to uh, take advantage of them, which is that we're paying you an exposure. Of course. <laughs> Except in this case, I guess there's actually something to it because 
every time somebody does the Super Bowl, their record album, you know, their sales soar for a while and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Even, I guess. Yeah. But we live in a time at of the same time, cheap after, streaming, not record sales. So I will get more streams, I guess. Yeah. At the same time, though, it feels like, you know, anybody's going to be performing at the Super Bowl is going to be, you know, nobody. It's going to be, you know, Dr. Dre. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, the set, it, it looks like a neighborhood, like a, it almost looks like a neighborhood house is side by side. Yeah. It was both, the set was both, like, it was really wide, but there was something that felt really small about it. And maybe it was mm. because you're watching these small facade, like f- small fake houses, and there's yeah. something that feels like a miniature about them. But in the, in the midst of that, you know, if, in the midst of this stadium that holds 72,000 people, it just looked small. But anyway, mm. uh, yeah, it was good. The, the thing that rappers have figured out in general is that they don't do their entire songs. They'll do uh, like a verse and a chorus, and then they'll move to the next mm. song, which is how they did the show. Yeah. So, you know, it had Eminem, it had Dr. Dre, uh, what are, uh, Mary J. Blige, uh, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was the worst part. For by by far his his music just had no it didn't have the same it didn't hook like everything else I mean Dr Dre's like a classic you know beat uh, yeah. you know hit maker so it's gonna be hard to stand up against him but Fifty Cent was a surprise guest he, <laughs> they're doing the, they're doing the music and they're performing blah 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 and all of a sudden Fifty Cent is hanging upside down like a bat <laughs> like that old music video and at first yeah exactly yeah at first you're like wow he's fat yeah like fat uh you don't think of 50 cent as being fat you just think of him as being uh, strong big yeah so he's hanging i'm like wow my first thought is why is he hanging like a bat my second thought was wow he's looking pretty fat but then it you look closer and you're like well he's shaped exactly like a v no, he's just gigantic. He's just oh, more gigantic yeah. than I've ever seen him in my entire yeah, yeah. life. Just a complete monster. So, uh, yeah, the show was good. You know, Snoop, of course, was good. Dre was good. Kendrick Lamar was boring, but his set, he, he just had one little small section of the whole thing. Yeah. Eminem, of course, you know, was good. 50 was good. Mary J. Blige. I don't know where they've been keeping her. I haven't heard about her since 1998 or something. Um, but, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. It's a good show. All right. So I guess that's all the news I wanted to hit on today. Look, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and jump into this interview with Mr. Matt St. Jack, hey. the host of Anime Talk. You know, some of you don't listen to anime. I mean, watch it. I'm not particularly an anime watcher. Like I don't watch a ton of anime, but I've seen some anime in my time. And I think even if you're not an anime watcher, you'll enjoy the conversation that we had because yeah. we talked about the anime as an industry. We talked about, you know, what makes anime interesting, what turns people off about it, and we just get into a fun conversation. So without any further ado, enjoy our interview with Matt St. Jack from Anime Talk. Appreciate you being on the show, man. Hey, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the invite. I am uh, always love jumping on uh, on other shows. So I was like, yeah, I can't can't wait. Can't wait. So why don't you tell me about your show a little bit? Tell me how it got started. Uh, yeah. So, uh, my name is Matt. Obviously I go on the show. I go by Matt St. Jack. It was just a funny name I came up with a long time ago and it just kind of stuck. Um, by the way, I would have invited you on based only on that name. <laughs> yeah. I, pre- I appreciate I love, that. I love uh, that. 
I can't even remember what I was. I, I can't. I, a long time ago, I feel like I was talking to somebody, and I and I used that that name. It was probably like a I don't know. Knowing me, it was probably like back in the day when I was getting ready to like cat. You know, like I got catfished by a girl. I just made up like a last name or something like that or something. I don't know. But uh, but yeah. So I came. So the name stuck or whatever. So I used it for the show. Um, but my show is called Anime Talk. So to your point, I decided to make this show. Um, and uh, but yeah, um, I started the show uh, la- not last year, the year before. So it's it'll be um, coming up on two years. Okay. I'm huge off in anime. Love anime. Um, I've been watching anime since I was like 17. I'm 32 now, for reference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, got into it. You know, I had a friend of mine that just kind of took me up under his wing and was just like, "Yo, I, I, I watched the show," and he was like, "That seems dope." I was like, "Well, I, you know, I like the show. What happened? What is it about?" And he's like, "You got to start at the beginning, man. You started halfway through. You got to start at the beginning." And I just got hooked ever since, man. And so uh, a buddy of mine told me that he thought I had a really good voice for, you know, uh, podcasting slash radio. And mm-hmm. then he was like, and you know a whole lot about anime. So why not go ahead and put those together? And voila, here we are almost why two not? years later on my show. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. What do you, what kind of animes do you think you started with when you were uh, just getting into it? Um, the first one I watched to completion was Bleach. It was the first one that I watched. Um, I like I said, I caught an episode. I think I caught like like episode one hundred and something on like Cartoon or on Adult Swim mm-hmm. one night. Um, and I woke up and I just saw this guy with this big old sword, and I was like, "Dude, have you ever heard of this show?" And he's like, "Describe it." And so I described it to him. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's Bleach. He was like, well, you watched this episode. And I was like, yeah. He was like, we need to start at the beginning. So I caught up with that show. It was 366 episodes. Mm. Um, and I caught up with that show watching it on YouTube because this is before streaming services. So I was watching YouTube and it was like YouTube part one of three. So you had to watch like each one and hope that, you know, the same person recorded oh, all yeah. three sections or else you just missed out yeah um and i think we ended up watching like we ended up watching like five and six episodes in in japanese dub with spanish subtitles so i don't know what the hell is oh, yeah. going on there you go. um with, with those i was just like I'm, all i can use is context clues and look at the look at the, so you at can the under, you can understand anything they were saying no not at all that's, that's hilarious that's, that's really, the real fan shit right yeah. there yeah, I was just watching. I was like, well, it looks like they got into a fight. I think that they said something mean <laughs> yeah. to him. And this fighting. guy's pissed like, at that guy. This person did exactly. that. Oh, he stole something. He's running. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I, but then again, I I, I, I tell my mom uh, all the time, I'm like, you know, I, obviously I got it from her because she used to, you know, growing up, she would watch those Telemundo channels and come up with her own stories. And, and, oh, yeah. and I'm like, mom, I don't think that that's what they said. And she's like, no. She's mad at Miguel. I'm like, okay, I guess every Spanish male's name is Miguel on this show because yeah, yeah she's, she had her own, like you said, she had her own version going on. You exactly. Know, her own, her so own I guess head. maybe that's where I got it from. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's where I got it from. But yeah, so I started off with Bleach. Um, you know, then I I got back into the, obviously the classics. Um, you know, Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. You know, the Naruto's. The you know the big you know kind of heavy hitters that everybody really liked. And like I said, since then I. Uh, I think I sat down the other day and all the ones that I could remember, I think that I've watched 80 shows now. Mm. 
at least 80 plus shows that I've watched in anime. And people are like, oh, well, that, you would think that you watch a lot more. I'm like, dude, I'm sure that I forgot. I've forgotten more shows that I've watched than I, than I can remember. So, uh, 80 sounds like a 80 sounds like a lot of shows to me. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I think so. Especially when you think about like, uh, you know, One Piece right now. I'm yeah. on One Piece, and that's like, like a thousand and. I don't know, 14. Well, that's what I was thinking. It's like, like you take something like Dragon Ball. Uh, The the comic went for like 10 years. Uh, I'm not, I'm not like an anime guy, but I have seen uh, some. And I remember the ones that were popular when I was a teenager. So like, of course, everybody in the United States has seen uh, Dragon Ball. And uh, actually when I was a kid, you know, we didn't have like cable or or satellite or anything like that. We had just like uh, antenna. And so, Mm Dragon Ball, like the original Dragon Ball series, you could watch it if you'd get up at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So every yeah. once in a while I would catch it. I mean, I couldn't, you know, dedicate myself as a young man to get up at six o'clock every day to watch Dragon Ball, but I did enjoy it when <laughs> I caught it. I did that with uh, Sailor Moon early in the morning. Oh, I forgot about that show. Yeah. Yeah, Sailor Moon. Yeah. Sailor Moon was huge. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It's dope. And Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon really gave really gave way to like that whole like heroin, you know, anime genre where, you know, you, you don't, you know, it, I think it paved the way for like modern day Frozen. I was like, it was like that whole like I don't need a man, but if if there's one there and I'm down. <laughs> I'll for take it, him, but I don't mean? need him. Exactly. Well, I remember it, so anime is some I was thinking about what is it about anime that makes it so attractive to people. And I was also thinking about what is it about anime that turns people off? Cause for my, my wife, for instance, mm-hmm. she, she won't watch two seconds of a Japanese cartoon. She says, turn that off. Yeah. This is terrible. She said, I hate this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she won't even give it a chance. She hates it. She just hates yeah. the way it looks. She hates. And, and I can see, so I was thinking, what is it that turns people off? And I can see what would turn a person off just like a normal person watching it because it can be really cutesy pie, uh, the, yeah. the graphics, you know, the faces that they make. And uh, mm-hmm. it's very melodramatic. So when they express themselves yeah. emotionally, they really take their time and they'll zoom in on the person crying and they're, and they're making like yeah. sounds. And they really, the, the emo- there's absolutely no question what any character is feeling at any time. They make it very clear. Yeah. And the pacing of an anime is... Uh, is slow, I think, compared to the stuff that is on American TV. I, I may, Agreed. I might be. You correct me if I'm wrong about that, because you watch so much more than me. But especially when no, I'm no, thinking no, about, no. Uh, especially when I'm thinking about something like Dragon Ball. You know, I, when I I watched Dragon Ball growing up, and that show was slow. I mean, it it took. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a, I think it's a meme, probably just how long it takes anything to happen in that show. Like the classic situation where the planet's going to blow up. And they're fighting. They're like, well, there's only five minutes left until the planet explodes. And they fight exactly, for another yeah. five episodes <laughs> for these five yep. minutes to elapse. <laughs> it kind of yep. depends on the show, too. Because, yeah. like, so, you know, anime, it's like you either have, like, a set length, like, 12, 24 episodes, or it's, like, a thousand episodes. And anime yeah. is stylized. And, and it's stylized in a way where some people are going to love it. And some people are, yeah. are going to be turned off by it. So, uh you know the the way that people move, the way they fight. Um, it's it's got a style that some people are just not going to connect to. Yeah, and yeah, but if I'm thinking about uh, 
So I'm thinking about I'm comparing cartoons in the United States to car, to anime, Japanese cartoons and stuff. The thing that I love Archie. about Japanese cartoons and anime is that the subject matter is is much richer in uh, anime. I mean, if you're going to watch yeah. cartoons in the United States, what you, what are you going to watch? You know, like your Simpsons, American Dad, right. Family Guy. Like it's so it's either going to be kidsy or it's going to be those type shows. You know what I mean? You don't, you rarely find anything that's really just in the middle. Yeah, you're watching a you're watching an animated sitcom, but yeah, anime exactly. you can watch uh, any any genre of story you could imagine is represented yep. in anime. And as a young man yeah. or a or you know a young person who's watching, you know if you want to if you enjoy animation and you enjoy the artwork and the and, and the style and the music, but you want to see a story that's more mature and interesting, you don't have a choice. You have to watch anime. Uh, some of the stuff when I was growing, uh, Evangelion, uh, my friends were watching mm-hmm. that. Which actually, I never made yep. it all the way through, but uh, I think it was a I think it was a bunch of them. Like I remember seeing the the tapes on somebody's shelf. I think I, did, I didn't make it through that. Yeah, one. if it were tapes, there. I mean, there's only twenty four episodes. Twenty four. Okay, yeah, it's that's good. Uh, I remember yeah. uh, Ninja Scroll was big when I was a teenager. Uh, now that one blew Ninja me Scroll, away. Yeah, yeah, you remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, uh, that one blew me away a little bit because, um, you know, first of all, it's extremely bloody and violent. So it's like a teenager. Mm-hmm. That's freaking awesome already. And then, uh, then, then you like seeing some woman's uh, breasts falling out of her kimono, and you're like, "What am I watching? What is this Japanese? What is mm-hmm. this? <laughs> what is happening yep. right now?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went through a phase where I was uh, the fun thing about like the, you were talking about, uh, you know, like the stuff you'd find on the internet, especially when the internet was a lot younger, and you would just stumble onto weird websites where you could find like scans of uh, a, a manga or something like I, I read uh, Dragon Ball through scans on just some random website where someone yeah. had taken the time to go through and and uh, type in the English translation to uh, in place of all oh, the wow. Japanese text yeah and I read Naruto that, uh, cool. Naruto that way too um, okay yeah so um, you gave me a little bit of homework I asked you what you were watching and you said I've been watching Goblin Slayer, which I didn't. Uh, I didn't make it to Goblin Slayer, but I did start watching Tokyo Revengers. Uh, okay. I think I'm about six, seven episodes in, something like that. Hey, as long as you, I'm just glad because I know we originally talked about it, you were like, hey, you know, I'll give some some things a shot, and that's that's what my show is all about. Is you know, I, I just love giving people a show, and if they can get. A couple of episodes in, and they enjoy it. Then I'm like, yeah, you know, job yeah. well done. That's that's exactly what I was looking for. So, well, I think it helps to accept a show or whatever on its own terms. Like, I can yeah. get past all yeah. of the. I mean, I don't know. I, I enjoy like the artwork and stuff like that, but I can get past things like that and just and just get into it. I, that stuff is not necessarily stumbling block to me. But um, Tokyo Revengers is interesting, and and it was. As I was saying, if you're a teenager and you want an interesting story, so this thing's almost, it's not sci-fi. What would I call it? Maybe I have to call it sci-fi because it's not fantasy. There are no dragons flying around. But So if people don't know, this show, there's a young man, early 20s, uh, I guess, and uh, he's kind of directionless. He's not really doing anything. Like His his place is trashed. (laughs) He's sitting around watching TV, and he hears the news that his uh, middle school now I don't know the way the school grades, you know, work out in in Japan, but anyway, they're a little bit different, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's got to be. 
Um, but yeah. his old girlfriend back in, from back in school died, and it hits him hard. Um, and then uh, some things happen. Anyway, this guy ends up going back in time. It turns out he can go back exactly 12 years. Kevin, did you watch this too? I, I did the opposite. I watched uh, the first episode of Goblin Star. Oh, okay. So in, in my defense, I've been moving, and I've had a lot of stuff going on oh, the past few days. Stop so I it. Able to. Stop it. Excuses. I know. So anyway, this guy ends up being able to go back in time 12 years. Um, and it turns into a whole thing where he's trying to prevent, uh, ultimately trying to prevent his, uh, this, this uh, girl uh, from dying. So it's like, that's a wild story. So if you want to watch a, you know, if you want to watch a story like that, um, and you don't want to watch a, like a sci-fi movie, you've got no other choice but to watch anime. And anime is like a rich repository of all kinds of wild and crazy stuff because they have different, yeah. um, the Japanese have different cultural attitudes as well. So you, you yeah. get a different flavor uh, just from that. Yeah, agreed. Um, and that, that show, um, that, I, first of all, I absolutely, I absolutely fell in, fell in love with that show from, from pretty much the beginning because I just, to your point, I, and I tell people all the time, and I say it on my show, like all the time, like, and I even had a, I had a episode uh, that I did this season, maybe a couple episodes ago, called "What's Anime Anime," um, and I, uh, and I basically talked about that. You know, is the breakdown of, you know, like you said, there's there a lot of people look at anime, and a lot of people look at it as like, like you said, it's just cartoons, but from Japan. But it's like realistically, what it really is is it's an animation style. So there are specific styles that, that Japanese, like you said, their, their culture that they kind of, you know, manipulate and kind of push out. And right. um, like you said, there are depths to it, to the sense of, it's not just, like you said, it's not just a, a sitcom, but they do have sitcoms. You know, they do have their Japanese sitcoms. There are slice of life genres. There are, you know, musicals. They have like everything that you could want and more. Um, but it's because of the style and where more so where it originates, where, you know, like here, cause to your, to what you were just saying just a second ago, and that, that hit hard. And I've been telling everybody about this and I was literally just went on a rant the other day about this on my show, uh, my Valentine's day special, but one of my favorite shows that Netflix just did, um, that's a Western, we would call it more of a Western adaptation of anime because it looks like it could be an anime, but you can tell because it originated like here in the States, they would uh -huh. call it, they would consider more of a Western adaptation. Um, but the show that I've been loving has been like Castlevania, mm. which oh, yeah, that's a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people here, they know Castlevania because of the game. Uh -huh. But then when you sit down and you actually watch the, you watch the, the, the show and then you're like, okay, they're kind of, you're kind of putting two and two together. So it's something that you can connect with because you probably played it growing up. But then watching the actual show, it would make you feel like, because I have a lot of friends that don't necessarily like anime, but when I told them about Castlevania, they're like, but I love Castlevania. And I'm like, but I mean... And it's, it's clearly influenced by anime. Yeah, it has so much anime style to the show because I watched that first season of that show. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, I'm like, so you tell me that you don't like anime yet. You love Castlevania. Like they're like, dude, do you think you're going, it's going to do another season? I'm like, but you, but you don't like anime, but I can give them like, you know, I can give them a Tokyo Revengers or I can give them a Goblin Slayer or Overlord or something, even if it's something that's somewhat similar. And they're like, nah, I can't get past it. I'm like, 
all right, dude, whatever. So, you know, to each his or her own. But, you know, I think that's the thing is that there's a common misconception. And and and, and I think I think that people get a lot of bad rap. I did an episode a couple a couple seasons back where I talked about taboo questions in the anime community. And, you know, one of the big taboos and the big turnoffs, unfortunately, with anime, and I said this last night on somebody else's show, is that I think that so much of anime, because of the culture and because of the style and just where it originates from, so much of it is so much fan service. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with, is you automatically assume there's always going to be like, there's harems, pretty much everything that's coming out right now is a a harem or a reverse harem, where it's like... 15 females who want this one guy. There's uh-huh. like, these chicks walking around with big butts, unrealistic and unproportionated, you know, breasts, uh-huh. this high, dreamy, pitchy voice. And most people look at that and they're like, I'm turned off about this because they're trying to, you know, they're trying to push something on me that I don't necessarily oh, okay. want to watch. Like, uh-huh. I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to see this, you know, 15, 16 year old girl who's walking around built like, you know, someone who's in their, you know, mid twenties, you know what I mean? Like, you know, she's blossomed and everything. And I'm like, but everything isn't like that. You know what I mean? Like every show isn't like that. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with like people who want to like lump everything together. There is some of that, but again, you have to remind, you have to remember, like this is a very sex, you know, sex depressed and, you know, sex, you know, very, very much like oppressed, you know, uh, country, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Like they, they, you, you put it out in your animation, you know what I mean? It's like, I can, you can go on online. You can find anime. You can find just as much hentai as you can find anime. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's there. You know, like so. It's it. They, I, I think sometimes people just associate the two, and I think that you know, I try to tell people all the time, don't do that. Like, don't lump them together. In a way, when you when you trash like when you say I don't like quote anime, it would almost be like saying I don't like movies. It's like, well, what kind yeah. of movies do you not like? Oh, I exactly. just don't like movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, well, there's science style. fiction, there's fantasy, there's, you could watch right. a rom-com or a comedy, or you could watch a, you yep. know, an art movie, any genre you can imagine. And, and anime is like its own little movie industry. So any kind of story you could imagine, there are anime in that genre. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. 100, 100%. Like you said, you can watch, you want to watch sci-fi, you want you, you need a dragon kick. There's literally a genre specifically dedicated to you. And that's, that's that to me is one thing that I always try to tell people, especially like my friends or, you know, from if, if I'm dating somebody or, you know, family, whoever, if somebody's like, yo, give me a show. The first thing that I ask is, what do you like? Because yeah. there's got to be something that you like already. Like, so if you're like, oh, well, I like sci-fi. I'm like, OK, well, specifically, do you like robots? No. OK. Do you like this? Cool. Here's a you know, here's a list of two or three shows that fit into this. Do you like rom-coms like a lot of people like slice of life stuff i'm not a huge slice of life person yeah and like slice of life you know that that whole like day in the life i don't care about that i have i deal with enough stress and situations that I yeah have that's too much like ordinary life i want something entertaining yeah, i don't need that exactly so but you know like if people are like oh i like rom-coms or i like sports anime i'm like okay cool well there's by off rip there's like three or four sports animes i can tell you about right, right. now and that's you know, volleyball, soccer, football, you know, boxing, I got, and, and pedaling, like, like, uh, bike riding. I got five of them right now off the top of my head that I can <laughs> bike riding. So which one do you want? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Man, I would never, I would never, these things are all based, not all, I'm sure, but a lot of these are based on manga, and I would never, uh, 
do a manga about riding bikes because I'd have to draw bikes all the time. It's like the, it's all like the if you did a manga about. I know there are mangas about band, you know, like being in a band and playing guitar. Like, I don't yep. want to draw drum kits uh, three yep. three times every page. No way. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> like you said, you so can you can so. you can read a comic. You can read a manga about being in a band. I know this exists. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, one thing I like, you know, I think the Japanese may have comics uh, figured out much better than we do over here because, like, yeah, we got Batman and Superman, and they've been around for eighty years, whatever, you know, thirties, forties, and it's like the characters are never going to die and different creators come in and they tell their stories and they reboot the characters and, and they never end. And, and I like the way the Japanese comics work. So one guy gets an idea, he writes the story, he draws it, he does it for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, whatever, until he's done with it. And then it's over it. That's uh, that makes for so much more compelling uh, storytelling than the way American comics work. Yeah, agreed, and and I think that's and and you know that's the that's the whole situation that everybody the, the back and forth that everybody's talking about right now. You know, over there about how hard they're working a lot of these you know these artists and stuff like that because I mean it is very demanding in that role because I mean that's you know I didn't and I, I talked about this before I can't remember how high it is but that's literally one of their big exports right now is literally anime and mangas. So there's so there's a lot of countries, a lot of other people that literally are waiting from week to week or, you know, episode to episode, chapter to chapter on these mangas. And they're pushing a lot of these studios are pushing these producers. Um, one of my favorite ones, so Ty Kubo, who's the creator of Bleach. I remember reading and listening to him, listening to a story about him. And literally they came back, his company came back, the company came back and said, he was he wasn't on his deathbed. But he had got very sick because he was exhausted from writing page after page after page after oh, page, wow. and he was getting older. And they basically came back and was like, "Hey, so either you're going to finish this out, and we're going to see it through to the end, or we'll just go ahead and give this to a ne- to another writer that's going to change the story." Mm. And he basically took a leave of absence, got you know got a little bit better or whatever, and then he came back and he was still writing. But even while he was in the hospital, he was literally still writing. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, I'm not going to let anybody else in my story, you know, the way that, you know, I started it off. So you have dedicated, you know, people that do these type things. But it's like, it's that's tough because, I mean, you know, people sit down and watch an anime and you're like, man, that was 24 episodes. That was so good. I want more. It's like, but you don't right. think about how much time. And oh, my play, God. The effort. And yeah. The money. Yeah. The the everything time. that had to go into it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing with a camera when I was a kid doing a little animation, and it would take freaking forever to do five <laughs> seconds. You could draw all day for five <laughs> seconds. Click, 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 click. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. The work. Kevin, what did you think about uh, Goblin Slayer, by the way? I wasn't super. I, I only watched the first episode. I'll have to watch a few more. Listen, um, if you hated it, just say you hate it. I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> what's, the, what's the premise? I didn't get, I didn't watch Goblin Slayer. Um, this uh, girl is a. Uh, Wants to be an adventurer. She's like a priest, so she goes out with this party. He's gonna slay goblins, and they the goblins fuck them up. <laughs> okay, that's the first episode plot synopsis. Basically, I, I did actually get into. Um, oh, what do you that you said you're loving that that uh, show right now, right, Matt? Goblin Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Or well, you didn't say you were loving it. You said you were watching it. What do you think about it? Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Um, I think that I think. I think that this is one of those, again, this appeals to more of the sci-fi people, more of that, like, you know, medieval, 
you know, range. And that's, I think that's where I, I, I deal. Like that's probably close to my genre. Like anything that has that old timey, you know, medieval, you know, goblins and orcs and, you know, you know, demons and all that stuff. Like that's more of my realm. So I think that's yeah, why yeah. I'm a little bit biased towards this show. Um, yeah. Like to Kevin's point, it literally just follows a guy who absolutely hates goblins. His whole purpose and existence in his life is to kill goblins. Like he's, they're adventurers and, you know, he, he basically goes through and like, you know, obviously you go to a guild, which again, I love because it's, it's very old timey, but it's like, you go to a guild and they're like, Hey, you're a high rank. We want to give you some, you know, give you some high rank missions. And he's like, no, give me that, that, that mission right there. And they're like, well, that's, that's like a copper. Like that's like a very beginning. He's like, does it have goblins in it? And they're like, yeah, it's a whole nest of goblins. He's like, I'll take it. I'm like, dude, this dude has a, I mean, there's obviously a reason as to why, but he just goes out of his way to go find these goblins. And even as he finds friends, like his friends are like, Hey, you know, let's, let's go, you know, let's be friends. And he's like, I don't necessarily need friends. I just want to go kill goblins. Yeah. Do you kill goblins? No. Uh, well, uh, why would we be friends? We got nothing exactly, to do. You know yeah, I'll, I'll have to watch a few more episodes. That first episode was just like the party getting killed off and it was brutal. Oh, man. Yeah, and, and you know it, that that the first episode. So, and I'm and I'm sure Kevin, you know exactly what I'm about to kind of allude to without necessarily alluding to. Yeah. But that that first episode made a lot of people very uncomfortable because of some things that happened in that in that show. Um, and the, and it kind of starts off like that. It's just like here it is, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa hey, 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 like, yeah. you know. That's and, like and that's I like it. Oh, go ahead. That. I had no expectations going into it. I didn't know anything about it. I just asked Jason, you said you were watching two shows. So I just watched Goblin Circus on YouTube earlier. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hot damn. <laughs> it starts off so nice. And they go yeah, the game it does. Oh, it's the bait and switch. Yeah. I was like, holy Well, it's like any good like uh, Netflix show or HBO show. It's like they got to hit you with that stuff up front. And then you're hooked. Like, oh, yeah. my God. What is this? What am I watching? Yeah, and they they do they do they do that, and and then you're just kind of like so. Then from there on out, I, I think that to your point, and that's that's a problem that I think that's something that shows to your point, like HBO, your Netflix, your Hulu's, those type shows that have to hook you at the very beginning. Yeah. But I tell people all the time on my show, you have to give anime at least like three or four episodes. Yeah. You have to give it that because they start you off and they kind of throw you into a situation sometimes, and you're like okay, well, I don't like this because I don't know what's going on. Well, it's like, well, give it the next episode and it's going to explain to you exactly what just happened. So Tokyo Revengers was exactly, Tokyo Revengers was exactly like that, like you say, because when it first starts, things are happening and and I'm watching, it's like, I I don't know what is going on. And I can't remember exactly where the first episode ended, but I'm pretty sure by the end of the first episode, I'm still like, I don't know what's happening. And then they do the, uh, then he goes back in time and he doesn't mm-hmm. even look like the same person and they don't really yeah. explain it for a while. And so by the, by the time I'm about three episodes in, it's like, okay, I've got a grasp on what's going on, who the main characters yeah. are. And then it starts to make sense. Um, and I think the pace of anime may be, and, and you're more of the expert than I am. I haven't watched nearly as much as you have, but. I think the pace of anime lends itself uh, to that as well, where, yeah, like you said, give it a little time. Don't instantly, you know, watch one 30-minute episode and be like, ah, this is crazy. This doesn't make any sense. I'm just going to watch something else. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I've, and I've, and the crazy part about it is, it's like, as much as I say that, I've done that before. Like, I've watched the show and I'm like, Ooh, I don't necessarily like it. And then, like, I'll sit back and I'll watch it again because obviously, either people will keep telling me about it or I, like, the way that I theme my show, I'll come up with a topic. So I'll say, like, let's say I was doing an episode on, um, I got an episode that I'm gonna end up doing where it's basically like Sherlock, Sherlock this. And it's basically just anime that are based off of like crime solve, you know, crime solving anime. Okay. So I'll, I'll watch a show and I'm like, okay, well this show fits, this show fits and this show fits. And then I'll sit down and I'll actually binge watch all three of those shows to make sure that, you know, I know, you know, obviously what I'm talking about, but then too, so I can kind of talk to it. But I, there have been shows where I'm like, oh, this show would fit. And then I sit down and I start watching. I'm like, I know that it's going to fit because it literally is everything that I'm talking about, but I just cannot get into it right now in episode one. And then it's like episode two, episode three. And I'm like, gosh, I just want to get to the good parts. I can talk about this show. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now it's better, you know, or it goes the opposite way. And I just dislike it the whole way, but I'm like, I'm still going to watch it. Even though I don't necessarily like it, I need it for this show. I'll still watch it. And then I'll kind of give an opinion on it. So that's tough when you got to slog through something you just hate. I got, I got to do <laughs> yeah. it for the show, man. I got to watch it. I mean, if you go, you if, you, watch it. if you log on to Netflix right now and you just close your eyes and start hitting buttons, chances are whatever you click on is going to be terrible. I mean, there are lots of terrible movies. Oh yeah. And anime yeah. has to be the same. There's so many of them. Most of For them sure. are probably not that good. Yeah, there was a there was a show that there was a show. The thing about anime to me that kills me is usually the ending because you can tell when a show or a studio is trying to like rush a show right. because they either have to jump off of that program or that project and go to something else. But there's a show that I watched that has a really good premise. It's it's called Batoon. Okay. And it's like a really good premise. Basically, long story short, it's like a, it's an online game that you use bombs. Um, kind of like think about like an online bomber man. Okay. But you're using like the bombs to like, you know, kill other players or whatever inside of this virtual reality. Well, what ends up happening is is like in real life, these these people get transferred, not just kids, they're people, whoever played plays this game, or even people that don't play the game, you have an opportunity to put somebody's name down on a list and submit it, you know, to this, to this, to the powers that be, if you will, that says, like, hey, you know, I recommend this person, you know, go to this island because they've done horrible things. And they go to this island and literally it's like platoon, but in real life. So they're really using like real life bombs to like kill each other on this island. And so, so from a premise standpoint, you'd be like, dude, that sounds like, you know, just, I mean, it doesn't sound dope, obviously, because people are, you know, killing each other with bombs. If you're, if you're the name of the book, it's not dope. But if I'm watching a show about it, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's kind of like that. But then when I watched the show, like the show was, it was so rushed. It was, it was the voice acting didn't really match up with what you would expect, you know, like characters to look like it was rushed. I'm glad you said that about the, um, I think another thing about anime that gives it a, a particular flavor that, t- that turns some people off is, um, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but like, uh, I think, Probably it's it takes longer to say something in English than it does in Japanese. Um, so yeah. I'm thinking like when you're watching a dub of a of a an anime, the mm-hmm. the language is going to sound a little weird because they got to slide it all into that little space where the character's mouth is. Yep. And it, yeah. it comes across yeah. unnatural sometimes. 
And I think it might just yeah. be, and I might be wrong, but I think it might just be because English takes longer to say than Japanese. Yeah, well, that and it's it's usually a common. And I can see that. I never even thought about it like that. I, I would also say that the other thing is nine times out of ten is because depending on the show, especially older shows. That's why I usually try to recommend people. I usually try to recommend older shows to people or modern shows that are more upbeat and have a specific style. But if you if you uh, if you recommend older shows to people, there's usually a dubbed out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big thing is because a lot of people struggle with that whole dub versus sub thing. Yeah. And so I, so when you tell people like, hey, you should watch this show, but it's subtitled, people are naturally like, no, I can't do it because I can't. I'm not going to be able to read and I'm not going to be able to watch it at the same time. I don't like this. I can't do it, you know? So I had that's a, another uh, thing I think that turns a lot of people off. I never used to use subtitles. And I had a girlfriend a million years ago who watched everything with subtitles on. Just, just because yeah. I don't I'm know, a she yeah, just I'm did. A I like subtitles but, too. Yeah. Well, ever since that time, <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm getting old. I can't hear anymore. Like I got kids in the house, and they make noise. So like now I can keep the volume because like when you're watching a movie, the freaking volume is yeah. fine one second, and then the action kicks in, and I got to ride that volume knob the whole time. Uh, while I'm watching yeah, the movie, it's either, so it's either set leave. up, it's either set up for CC or it's set up for like you know movie theater <laughs> dynamic. Yeah, in between, you know. Right, right, yeah. So I got subtitles on all the time, but I, I say that because uh, I, I like I kind of enjoy listening to the Japanese actors and just reading the subtitles at the bottom of the screen in English. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I just like picking up little bits of language. There, yeah, and, and that's what I was about to say. There's, and there's a lot of anime because. I mean, if you know, like I know, you know, watching Dragon Ball Z, if I had to watch Dragon Ball Z subbed, I would absolutely pull my hair out because there's in no way, shape, or form does Goku need to sound like a little girl. Like he's uh-huh. like, I'm like, bro, what is this? Like, I need you to sound like a man, bro. Yeah. Like, I need you to sound like a man. Like, reach down, grab a pair. Oh, man. Is, man there, is there any show in the history of the of the world where someone yells more than uh, Dragon Ball? Where they're just scene yeah. after scene just, and people just, uh, time. Every time, every time, I, and that's why I said I. That's why I said there. There are certain things like that. I, I can't. I have a real hard time, and that's the problem. And that really, what that is, that's more of a shonen problem because uh-huh. anytime that you watch shonen anime, they, the main character is always a crybaby, or they're always uh, scream really? for no reason. And I'm like, yeah, because I mean, think, think about it. you got Naruto's shonen, uh-huh. you have uh, Asta. If you've watched or heard of Black Clover. That's shown in. You've got uh, you've got Dragon, you've got Goku and everybody on there. They're shown in. Uh-huh. All those characters usually fit like that mode of like your crybaby at some point because they go through that same cycle, right? That's why everybody says that a lot of those characters are recycled. They go through that. I'm strong, then I'm weak. I cry because I'm weak, and then I get stronger, and now I'm more confident, and then eventually I fight somebody who's stronger than me, and I'm weak again, so I cry. It's like this vicious cycle that they all kind of go through. You just explained the entire Dragon Ball Z series. That's the whole exactly. plot exactly. over and over again. And somehow Akira Toriyama just has some magic where he makes it work. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. it was as big as it was when it's literally, like you said, oh, wait, there's somebody stronger than me. Let's train. Uh, I beat him. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Somebody else is stronger than me. I better train. And by the end, like they just gave up the number system at some point because it's like 
Oh yeah, of course. How many trillions of can your power level be before you just don't want to say it anymore? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Well, you know, that was the that was the rumor. And I, I still haven't I talked about this last night. And I, the guy was like, Oh, I, I haven't seen that on paper, which I was like, that's fair, because I feel like maybe it's a rumor. So now I'm just saying it's a rumor. But the rumor was until I find it, the rumor was, as you know, Dragon Ball Z was actually supposed to only be Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball Z was supposed to end when uh, Goku and, and uh, Frieza fall. Right. Yeah. I have heard the same thing. I can't remember where I heard it. It may be complete crap, but, but I've yeah. heard that before. Yeah, because that's why that's why when they came back after that saga, the way they said that the reason why that was, they were going to stop it, but obviously the supply and demand, and you know everybody was talking about it so much, it was so popular, they couldn't walk away from it, but... They yeah. said that, you know, that's why after that arc, after the, that, that arc, that's why you never saw a scanner again. Right. Was because to your point, they were supposed, he was supposed to meet Frieza. Frieza was supposed to, you know, you know, pretty much kill him. They were going to sacrifice themselves, go out together, ultimate good guy versus the ultimate bad guy. And then that was supposed to be the end. Well, if he's the strongest, then there's, there's nothing that's there to be able to assess how strong the next person is. So that's why they went away with, mm. from the uh, scanners. Right, right. Was because they, they, didn't, they didn't need the scourers anymore because everything was based off of Frieza. It was supposed to be, once you hit Frieza, Frieza was God level. Nobody was supposed to be stronger. But now they've got people who are so much stronger that they had to get away from it. So. I mean, I believe that 100%. And honestly, you know, you watch a show and it's like from a spectator point of view, I want a show to last exactly as long as it needs to and then just end because some shows just yeah. keep going and keep going. But from the point of view of the studio and the people who made it, you know, they finally got a hit and they want to make that. I get that too. They want to make that money yeah. as long as they can. They got a hit. Who knows when the next one's going to come around, especially if you're the creator of a show. Um, you know, if you're the guy who made Naruto, I, I don't know, uh, or something like that that blows up. That may be the biggest thing you do in your entire life. Yeah, so true. part of you is going to want to just ride it out as long as you possibly can. No, I agree. And yeah, I, I, I mean, cause shoot, I do the exact same thing, man. And that's why, and that's, that's the other thing too, is like you said, that's, and that's why a lot of people, you know, a lot of people talk about some of these shows that come out and they're like, well, this one isn't great, but it's like, realistically, if you do it right and you're able to kind of walk away from that unscathed and it's not just horrible, it doesn't just flop if you're able to walk away from it, I mean, there are studios left and right that are always looking for new content writers and producers to come over. So it's, it's almost like you're kind of building your resume when you put out a show too. All you needed to do is just not flop. Right, as yeah. long as it doesn't flop, you know, so there's always going to be somebody that's going, even if it's somebody here, like, you know, in the States, it's like, because that's, that's the one thing, that's the claim to fame right now that, that, um, and the, the shout out that Netflix is getting right now, because Netflix is literally getting behind this whole, like, Dude, anime is so big. We have so much anime on our platform. Why not start doing our own version of this? So they're bringing in a lot of these, you know, um, even though they're not, even though it's still, again, technically made here, so they're calling it Western adaptations. Right. They're still going out and trying to find a lot of, a lot of these producers and a lot of these, you know, people who have worked on these big projects before and bringing them over and just saying, hey, look, I can pay you you know, something that I think is a little bit more decent over here for you to come out with a show that's going to be here. And they're like, oh, I mean, nobody else wants me over here because of that one show. And then before you know it, it's, you know, it's a, it's a supply and demand thing. Uh, you know, we want it. We want it. People want it. 
we'll, we'll bring you over here and pay you that money if we need to, you know? Absolutely. And manga is doing gangbusters. Like, I think they're just yeah. destroying American comics. American comics is doing, they're not doing great right now. They're having lots of problems, lots of trouble. And they don't sell yeah. anything like they. I mean, back in the '90s, it wasn't unusual for a, some a, a series of con, like the X Men or something to sell millions every month. But now, yeah. a good series might do a hundred thousand, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, well, comics and too, it's, it's like it's like baseball. It's yeah, it's like baseball. You're sitting on old money at this point. Like yeah. that's the reason why you were able to push out these Marvel movies and stuff. You've been playing with house money this whole time, you know. So now when you actually want to do something big, it's like, oh, well, hey, all that money that we made back in the day from all these comic books, let's put that towards movies. It seems like the people running comics and like, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I don't, I'm not really, I'm not really into comics exactly, but like, it seems like the people who run comics, they just don't know. They either don't know what they're doing and they shouldn't be there, whoever's in charge or, uh, they're just using goals and like get rich quick and short term schemes instead of trying yeah. to take care of their properties. It, it seems yeah. ridiculous. Well, and like you said too, you can only do so much with those characters. You can only yeah. rewrite the, the storyline and, and making this person jump into this universe so many times before eventually it's just like, all right, like now you mean to tell me that somehow, you know, uh, Black Panther decided to join up with the X-Men for right. whatever reason to go take down Thanos. It's like, hold on. Uh, none of this matches. Or to go take down Evil or go take down Venom. It's like, oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> how did all four, how did all three <laughs> say, of these how many stories? Can, how many stories can you write about the X-Men, <laughs> Batman, Superman, Spider-Man? My yeah. God. Spider-Man been around since the 60s. Every story that you could tell about Spider-Man already been told. Now they're getting into crazy stuff. Yeah. There's nothing else I, to I do. I would actually pay to, side note, I would actually pay to, pay to watch a comic book of Black Panther joining the X-Men to go fight Car- Venom. That, that would be amazing. Hey, I'd be down for that. I'd, I'd, be, I'd, it. I'd, I'd do that. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people will watch it. By the way, people I did... Marvel stuff. Oh, sorry. Um, I did actually watch... Because I've always heard people... You know, the Cowboy Bebop live act, I didn't watch it, but everybody was crapping on it. So I guess the live action version was not very good. But I've never seen the anime, so I actually mm. did go back and watch about three episodes of Cowboy Bebop, and I can see what all the fuss was about. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop awesome. is dope. Yeah. Just just the introduction to that show is incredible. I like it. like, And that, that's the thing that like killed a lot of people about me, because like people know like that's probably my second favorite anime. Um, and so like literally I can't I can't tell you how many times it was probably at least three or four people the minute that it dropped that was like, dude, have you watched Cowboy Bebop yet? And I was like, No, not yet. And they're like, dude, I don't think you're gonna like it. I know it's your favorite show. You shouldn't watch it because if you <laughs> don't watch do it, it, don't do like, it. Dude, I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. I'm I, it's it's my it's like I said, it's my jam, you know, it's it's my you show. You got a show so, called Anime like, Talk. You have got to watch. Exactly. I was like, I got to see it to fruition. Like, I'm also one of those type of guys. I paid it, uh, and it's and Cowboy Bebop. First of all, it has a whole, it has a whole like sentimental value to me because it was one of my first shows I kind of watched with one of my really good friends named Manny. So I love the show. Like, I love the show. And then I, and then when I watched the, um, when I watched the uh, the live action, I was like, honestly. It it was fairly like it was fairly entertaining. Like I, I I didn't understand what people were coming from, and I'm like, dude, I like anime. I like this anime, so I don't know what people are talking about. 
I understand there are certain things, but the simple fact of like how they were able to create the whole environment and show like the outer space scene and what it looked like. Right. Like I was like, that's that was pretty dope. Like they did a really good job on that because I was very curious because to your point, when you're doing a live action, it's kind of tough because some things don't transfer over well. I was watching the anime, Cowboy Bebop, and I can't remember if it was the, mm-hmm. maybe the second episode. And there's a character, he's chasing after this dog, and there's a, they go to this pet shop, and there's, the woman who runs the pet shop has a turtle on her head for no reason yep. that, I can, that I can see. And when I saw that, I thought, that's a, how do you translate that? For some reason, I accept yep. it in an anime. I don't know why. I have no idea why my, my brain accepts it in, in cartoon form. But if you yeah. if you if you were I did if you were watching a live action version of that show and and they did that exactly the same way you could never accept that could you yeah there's no. something about animation no. where you can just let stuff like that fly yeah 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 you can get away you can get and I, I mean that's the thing about this and I mean even when people because I've told people and I brought up the analogy I'm like okay so you like uh, ex of mine like she really liked Good Doctor she loves Good Doctor like she watches it like through and through and I'm like okay. So you mean to tell me you can sit down and you can watch this whole thing about this fake doctor with all these problems that he ends up running into, you know what I mean? And all this other stuff, but you can't, you can't like use your imagination uh-huh. to watch, you know, something that's, you know, something that you, you call as fake. I'm like, you know, you do realize you're watching something fake too, right? Like it's right. not this guy that's sitting there with, I think he had, uh, it wasn't Asperger's, but you know, I think he had like autism or something like that. Uh-huh. I'm like, you know, like that's, that's, that that's I mean it's not fake. I mean I'm sure there maybe there are doctors out there. Hey, kudos to the doctor if there is someone out there that does this. But oh I'm yeah, like, I know what you're talking it's about. Not this yeah, guy, yeah. he's an actor. Like uh-huh. he's an actor. He's not. Yeah. He's not a real person out here performing surgery. So yeah. you're using your imagination here, but because it's animation song, because like you said, there's flying cars or this guy got hit so hard that he broke a wall. Like you're like, no, that's so fake. I'm like, okay. Well, things like that, right. things that are every bit as fake as that happen in movies all the time. But it's for there's yeah. something. Uh, it's not. It's not as in your face in some way. So yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't strike you the same way. Um, but yeah, fake. Cra- I just have to, uh, when I watch movies and stuff and something doesn't work, I just kind of mentally erase it. Like I, I create my <laughs> yeah. own version of a show or a movie and the stuff I don't like, I just kind of edit that out of my, my head <laughs> canon version. Yeah, um, I feel that. I feel it. All right. If you had to, all right. You said Cowboy Bebop was your second favorite. What's your number one favorite anime of all time? Do you have one? I mean, that's a tough, that's a tough question for me. Cause people ask me my favorite, anything. It's like, I don't. Favorite? I, yeah, I don't know. My brain doesn't really work that way, but I, sometimes I have a few I have, things I can well, think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mine, mine is mine is fairly simple because I've always gone I, in my mind up until recently. I've always gone back and forth with Cowboy Bebop and another show, and so it, it finally took me the other day. I sat down and I was like, "How many times have I watched Cowboy Bebop, and how many times have I watched this show?" And then I was like, "Yeah, I got about default start saying that this is my number one." Um, so. Uh, my favorite show of all time is probably Yu uh, uh, Yu Hakusho. Okay, the Spirit yeah. Detective. Yeah, yeah, the Spirit Detective. I, that's probably my favorite show. I, I've probably watched that show. I probably I couldn't tell, I couldn't <laughs> count on, on. I would literally put that show on, and this that's another case in point. That's another one that I can only watch dubbed. I cannot watch that show subbed. Huh. And the the main reason, and it's funny because everybody, my my best friend who kind of got me into, he's like a second dad to me, but the one that got me into anime, 
he he literally he literally was like it's crazy because it's not that you don't like the show because of the main character's voice honestly it's because of Kuwabara's voice huh because it's on just the too dub, much, huh? Bar has that like raspy. He's like, yeah, you know, scared. You know, he has that voice. But on the dub, on the on the uh, the 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 uh, the sub version, he talks regular. Uh-huh. Like he talks. He's like, oh, you're a messy, blah blah blah. And I'm like, I don't like that. You you literally are this rough, raspy voice character. And even though you're a side character, I can't watch this show because you don't <laughs> sound like yourself. So, um, so yeah, that's probably my number my number one show. I, and now that you said that, I'm probably gonna put it on uh, later tonight just because and I'm just trying to plan in the backfield while I'm playing some modern some dying light or something like that. Yeah, Personally, I've never I've never watched a hockey show. I need to I need to watch it. Well, that that show is that uh, that show is almost like a perfect test case of what of all the uh, advantages of watching anime, because you try to imagine making yep. a movie like that, first of all, be a nightmare. Yeah. You can do it as yeah. a cartoon yes. easily. And it's wild. It's like yep. a combination of detective work and like this fantasy afterlife sort of mishmash. It's wild and it's yep. bizarre. And it's got all that yeah. awesome anime stuff in it. And see, I didn't, I didn't know. And that was the part that really killed me because it, it was like a couple of years ago. I think I was still living in Vegas. I live in Tennessee now, but I was think I was still living in Vegas. So that was at least uh, maybe four years ago, four or five years ago. It took me a while. I didn't even know that they had, I didn't even know that there was continuation after the dark tournament. You know, sometimes you say you like something, but then when you do the math, you're like, well, what do I actually go back to the most? That's, that's your favorite. Yeah. Well, I want to be respectful of your time, so I think we'll I think we'll call it there. Why don't you tell us tell the audience uh, where they can find? I mean, it sounds I, I almost feel silly telling uh, people here's how you can find my show because it, the podcasts are like the easiest thing in the world yeah, <laughs> yeah. to find. Yeah. But <laughs> remind the people of the name of your show and uh, where they can where they can check it out. Yeah, awesome. Uh, like I said, appreciate you guys having me on. Um, again, uh, like I said, name is Matt St. Jack. Um, you can find me. My show is called Anime Talk. It's Anime Space Talk with an exclamation point to differentiate myself from the other one. Um, but you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Anime Talk 12. So that's all together, though. Anime Talk and the numbers one and two, Anime Talk 12. New episodes drop every Monday, and you can find me, like I said, anywhere that you get your podcast fix. So at, uh, at Anime Talk. Exclamation point. Awesome. Perfect. Matt, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes. I hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, Mr. Matt St. Jack. He's a really fun guy to talk to. He knows his stuff. He's He's an anime fan, and you can hear his enthusiasm in the interview. So I really enjoyed talking to him. And uh, you know, if you if you don't watch anime and you want to get into it, you know, uh, I'm no expert, but try out some Cowboy Bebop or try out some uh, Naruto. Uh, any of the shows, maybe that we discussed. What did he say? Uh, the Spirit Detective. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. That's a good one. Give it a try. I mean, any of the big ones, Evangelion. You got yeah. Samurai Shampoo, oh, Fully yeah. Cooly. S- uh, Samurai Shampoo is great. Yeah, I love that show. Oh, oh man! Come on, get up, get down with that's the sickness. The, this is the video of the guy doing that in the karaoke of singing that song yeah. karaoke. Oh wow! Oh wow! That's the best line. <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm pulling this up, but I'm not gonna show it to you. Wow! I'll show it to you when we're done. Come on, get up, get down with the sickness. Come on, get up, get down with the sickness.
Come on, get up, get down with the sickness. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. That's so good. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how can you even do that? Not the not the karaoke guy. I'm talking about disturbed. But it's but it's perfect. It's per it's the what? only thing I know by them. Well, it's great too, because you know that guy picked that song, having never really sung it, thinking, Oh yeah, I can do that. And you don't realize that part's harder than you think it is. Have you ever done that where you do a song of karaoke and when you get up there and start singing like, Oh, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, yeah. I did that with all my exes live in Texas. All I knew was the chorus, but yep. I didn't realize that until I was up there. It's like, oh my God, I don't know how to sing the verses. Yep. <laughs> so stupid. So I've been going down the musical rabbit hole now for months. I have periods of time where I'm, I'm always listening to shows and YouTube videos and stuff, but I go through periods of time where I get back into music. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this band. I forgot about this song. I love this song. I love that song, blah, blah, blah. And when I see a song I like, I love to listen to cover versions. Yeah. So I'll look for the cover version of whatever. And you'll either find, well, you'll find both. uh, You'll find fantastic covers that you like just as much as the original song. You'll find a lot of middling covers that are sort of okay and like the quality of the audio is bad and whatever. Yep. But you also find these... Wonderful gems. Not just bad covers, but but covers that are bad in a really special way. I actually posted this link on Twitter, but I didn't really explain myself. I just kind of put a link out. And I said, this is why YouTube should exist. And the, the link was a band playing a sounds song. Oh, yeah. And they were just, I mean, they were kids. What? Th- tw- 14 years old, something like that? Just... A bassist, a singer, a drummer, just, pl- and actually, it's beautiful because it's the, they're these young kids. They're getting together. They're learning how to play music, and they're just pl- playing a song they like. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not really. I. I mean, it is funny. Don't get me. Wrong. It's so yeah, yeah. bad that it's hilarious. Yeah. But the beauty of just these kids like getting together and practicing music, I love that, and it's nostalgic for me yeah, because for sure. you know we grew up playing music and stuff. Well, not yep. grew up playing music exactly, but when we were older, we, we, we we've done bands. our fair share of terrible covers. Sure, and that's part they're of just, it. They're just not on YouTube. Yeah, you're going to be terrible. You yes, oh, of course, of course, <laughs> that's part of it. But it was so bad. It was so it was fun to listen to on that level where you're just enjoying. Oh, how could you do that? Oh my gosh, listen to how off. Oh, listen to how that that drum uh, that drum fill was two seconds later than it should have been. So, oh my gosh, the guitarist messed up the part. The guitar is too loud. Oh, it's just everything yep. about it is so bad that I loved it. So maybe I'll put the, if I can find that link, I'll maybe I'll put that in the show too and you can enjoy it with me. I think me. you should. That'd be dope. Listen, I don't do it to crap on these kids. I have all respect uh, yeah, for the yeah. kids playing this music. Oh, I'm not yeah. making fun of them. I love this stuff too and it's from a place, I mean, it's, it's from a place of empathy. It's We've done it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yep. I feel your pain. Oh, my God. I wanted to play. I, after I listened to that, I wanted to play music so bad. I yeah. wanted to jump on a drum kit and play. It's been, I can't, I don't even know how long it's been since I've played the drums. Yep. Anyway, that's going to be the show. Listen.
Oh my God, it's been a good one. Ooh, wah, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> it's been a good show. Thank you for sticking around. Look, we like to have a lot of fun. Go watch. Listen, go on YouTube right now. Watch all. If you, All right, don't even watch them. Just go to every episode on YouTube and click the like button and then go in the comments and say something nice about the show. <laughs> and then subscribe to the channel. True. Hit the bell for all notifications. And then tell all your friends to do the same because we need to get as many set, uh, followers on YouTube as possible. The YouTube channel's growing, but when you're first starting, it grows a lot slower than you'd like it to. True. So yeah. thanks for listening to the show. Listen to If you listen to us on Spotify, give us a rating. We'd appreciate it. If you follow us on YouTube, follow the show and comment. We'd appreciate that. And listen, I hope you all have a great week. Bye.